you knew I was going to do a big one. I then. did. I had a feeling. I smiled before you even started. I had a feeling it was going to be a big one. It was a good one. Thanks. Welcome to The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. We're back. I just punched the mic. I'm sorry. Balls full of news. Oh. <laughs> well, let's empty our balls. <laughs> 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 Sure. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I Good. Call you mate. I never call you mate. I'm all right, mate. <laughs> Still warm, isn't it? Cush muggy. It's muggy today. It's quite muggy. I think uh, I will have a nice sheen to me by the time we're yeah, finished here I think this we evening. Will, yeah. Well, the window's Might. not open. We could push the window open. Might do. What have you been up to? Uh, I met Will Carling today. That was Will weird. Carling off of Princess Diana. <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think we can say that. Uh, the what was he? Rugby. It was rugby, yeah. Captain. England, rugby England captain, captain in the 90s. How did you meet Will, Will Carling? It was a work-related thing. Oh, okay. One of these corporate... Oh, we'll leave it things. there. Okay. Sounds dull. He was... Was he okay? He was Genuinely, right. I haven't heard that name for 20 odd years. No. <laughs> no. Me neither. It's amazing the money you can make from that sort of... Being in that sort speaking of corporate and... speaking game, isn't it? Yeah. Throw me some jobs, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for it. quite happy to do that. We do speaking and we don't get paid for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just putting the hard grafting. Exactly. Okay. The hours. That's cool though. Meeting. I, I would go below Z at Z list as of this time. Yes, I think there was a time in his career when he thirty was like years ago A list maybe. Yeah, but possibly. But I would say that's long gone. Double D list now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool anyway. though. Good story. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was all right. How about you? Yeah, I'm all good. It's been. Pretty quiet week, to be fair. I've okay. really done a lot this week at all. I feel like I say this every week. I feel like I might have a boring life. <laughs> and I don't want one. <laughs> but I'm quite happy. That's good. good. That's, <laughs> That's all that fun. really matters. I mean... Um, I went to the cinema the other night. Cool. I'll come to that in the, the later sure. sections of the show. Shall should we dive straight in and talk about our watch-along that we did Yes, let's talk about our watch-along. Weekend. Yes. We got a group together in the Discord, we as did. we do periodically. And... In fact, it was uh, Ross Cook's prize. Prize. It was. It was his prize night for winning the wild card last season, and yes. he chose the watch along movie. He did. So basically, ourselves and our patreons get a wild card each season. The one that finishes top of the uh, highest in the stream table gets a prize, and that yeah. prize appears to have become choose a watch along, yeah. which I'm happy with, and I think it's a good prize. I mean, he, he played it well. We watched The Raid. We did. I'd never seen which it before. you had never that seen was it was my first experience of The Raid. And I did you very think? much enjoyed it. What a movie. I haven't seen it for years. It was fun, Great movie. fun, silly action movie, but really well done. Like, properly well choreographed. The choreography was exquisite. Yeah. How is it not an Oscar for stuntmen? I know we say this quite often. I know. It's, it, it's, it baffles me. Is there even so one for, like, far there should be one for, like, due. fight choreography as well. Yeah. Things like that. There's just, there's such a skill to do that. So yeah. that whole movie was basically choreographed. As I've said before, if you're going to get an Oscar for hairdressing, you should be able to get an Oscar for throwing yourself off a cliff. I could not agree more. Or setting yourself on not fire. Agree more. I'm well, not taking anything away from hairdressing. No, it's you, also a very important part, yeah, part of the movie industry. But yeah, it's, it's but mental that there is a Equal one. rights for stunt people. Can we start a campaign? Sure. Is that how we work? Yeah, let's is do the it. Academy viable? Let's, let's get a... Let's, yeah, let's get a hashtag going. Sure, we can hashtag, do that. Why not? Hashtag we're, Stunt Oscar. We're, we're kind of a big deal around the world. Yeah. <laughs> we have literally tens of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up for it. I'll make us, a, I'll okay. make us an image and yeah. we'll, put it, we'll get a campaign going on Twitter. Let's get infamous. Yeah. We'll just tweet Elon Musk. He tweets everybody back these days. Yeah, true. So it's fine. True. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a fight with Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, he's not a stuntman. It's stunt not man. a stunt. It probably rhymes with stunt. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> He's going to have a fight with Mark Zuckerberg. You is see it? It's in the news today. No, I haven't. He, he challenged into a cage fight and he accepted and now it's going to happen in Vegas, apparently. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Can't wait. It's like the sport of boxing and fighting. So to, in a, such a doldrums that they have to do. Yeah. Because it's all celebrity stuff nowadays. Yeah, basically, yeah. There's no, there's, I don't think it's like, even a real sport anymore, is it? Fighting. The Paul Brothers and... Yeah. KSI. Old, all those people. Floyd Mayweather fighting. Yeah. Celebrities and stuff. It's yeah. just money, isn't it? It's all about money. Garbage time. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. 
Anyway, sports. Yeah, sports. sports. Sports chat. <laughs> How did we get onto that? Oh, Elon Musk. <laughs> should we? Uh, what should we do? Should, should we, we talk about news? last week's film quickly? Oh yeah, let's do that. What was that? Right, last what was that. Last German one. It was last Freaks, week. you're one of us. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, last <laughs> week we watched Freak, you're one of us. Sorry for interrupting you about eight times. Which I kind of thought was fine. Yeah, uh, there's nothing more than fine. And it's like, it sure. wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a good movie. But you have to respect there the ambition of that movie. There to go. They had to go making a superhero movie on zero budget. Yeah. And yeah, respect them for trying. Yeah. Prime mid-table fighter, I think. I mean, it's, it's sitting... Third out of three in our early stream table. I feel like that says more for the other two than it does for this one, though. I think three. I I would have to go back and check, but I I from the previous eight seasons. But I think three, two movies I really enjoyed. Yeah, and one that I didn't mind. A decent start. Yeah, yeah. Robin the Randomizer has been quite kind to us. I was speaking to so speaking to friend of the show Smileyton from Discord the other day. Yes. And he has placed it second in his stream table. Okay. Above Sweet Girl. Right. And he has never watched a Marvel movie. He's not a oh, superhero movie fan. So I thought that was quite an interesting yeah. fact. He he got something out of that. And I and I think that maybe it's because we don't we have the superhero fatigue possibly. that he doesn't have. Possibly. So he I can understand that rating because but I was more coming from the fact that I can understand why people would like Sweet Girl less. Hmm. Because we, well, Possibly. We go back and listen to our episode, but it's got a twist in it that will either make you go, oh, that's ruined it for me, yep. or oh, that's so crazy, I'm just going to roll with it. Which is what I did, definitely, yeah. and I think you did as yeah. well. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting that he doesn't really watch superhero movies and he, like, he rated it a lot more than we did. Yeah. And I thought that was quite interesting, so I thought I'd mention that to okay. you. Shall we do some Netflix news? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. What have we got? Well... What We've a week it's got been. quite a bit of news to go through yeah. with Netflix moving goalposts, <laughs> which we'll come to next. Okay. But this movie we will mention in both these first two uh, news stories. And the first one is that Extraction 2 yes. has overtaken the mother already wow. as Netflix's biggest movie premiere of the year to date. That's pretty impressive when the mother was in the last week the mother was in the top six of all time. For its first twenty eight days. For its first twenty eight days. Yeah. Which Extraction so, Two hasn't got to yet. No, but uh, it has had the biggest or the most viewed first weekend right. of the year so far. Metrics. On Netflix. I I'm not surprised. I, I know quite a few people who have seen it. I've not got to it myself yet, but I will. Don't know if it'll be in the first twenty eight days or not, but it might be. It had a greater debut than Glass Onion at the end of last wow, year. Wow, okay, that's impressive. And I feel like that was everywhere. Was just short of last year's The Grey Man. Okay. Uh, that was not was a great film. Half a million hours short. I've not seen Extraction. You've not seen the first one? Nope. Oh, that's interesting. The, 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 the first one's Again, decent. always been on my list and never quite got to I'm it. hearing good things of this one as well. I hear there's a particular sequence in mm. this movie that is something to behold. I hear, hear the same thing. Uh, yeah. I would definitely check it out. I'll get to it at some point. Yeah, me too. I, would, I want to as well. because They've already commissioned a third as well, haven't they? I saw they have. Thing. And and uh, yeah, also, I was going to mention that later on. because oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Because Netflix, Netflix did a sort of... I would say a less hyped version of Tudum last week. So there, okay. was, there was a few highlights from that. One of those being that, yeah, we're getting Extraction 3. Apparently. Sweet. I've got a story linked to this movie this week. Okay. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine hmm. who has, you won't mind me saying, had some health issues right. over the last few months. And he... <laughs> He took his blood pressure the other night, right. and it was very high. Okay. And it was because he was watching Extraction 2. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. He'd been told by his doctors that you shouldn't watch any action movies late at night, and to stick to rom-coms and like what? light-hearted stuff, but really wanted to watch Extraction 2, <laughs> <laughs> and then took his blood pressure, and it was really high. I didn't know this was a thing. I Do- didn't know that was so a thing. So people who... Who uh, you know have those those sort of um, health issues are often told by doctors and nurses don't watch action movies because they really get heart rates. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm really naive. Incredible. I didn't know this was a I thing. I didn't know that was a thing. That's, that's blown my mind a little so bit. So his, his wife came in and said, apparently, oh, well, told him off for watching the... <laughs> you can watch, watch a Hemsworth movie, watch, just not this one. Yeah, watching <laughs> Extraction too. Wow. Uh, which he said he really enjoyed, so <laughs> take that for what it was. It didn't really kill him, but he very much enjoyed <laughs> it. Wow, that's crazy. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I wonder if horror movies is the same thing, so that's going to get your heart rate <laughs> pumping as well, surely. Sorry. I hope I never get blood pressure issues. I'm going to just sit and watch rom-coms every night. It's well boring. <laughs> Next. Okay. The big so, one. Shall we talk about the big one? Yeah, let's try and try and pick this one apart a bit. So, I've read this article numerous times this week. I don't understand it still. <laughs> so I'm hoping between us we can figure it out. Netflix has changed its counting metrics Again. for its top 10 charts yes for why we do not know we are not sure <laughs> and netflix have announced that they are moving to an estimated viewership for its charts of top shows and films now they are doing this by taking the number of hours viewed which is what they're traditionally counting. Yeah, yeah. Which which had been for the first twenty eight days. Yeah. And they are dividing that number by the total runtime of the the movie or yeah. the total runtime of the series. So the so for Stranger Things it's the total runtime of the of that particular of that season, season of Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things. And just to pump the numbers up a bit, the <laughs> The number of watches, the number of hours that they are counting, which, as we said, was previously the first 28 days, yeah. is now the first 91 days. 91 days? Yes, which is 12 weeks, right. essentially, okay. of release. And I'm so confused by this. <laughs> that's changed the charts around a little bit. Yeah, it has. It's mixed things up. So, they, they're histori- they've historically done this as well. It's not like... They're starting now. This is what we're going to do. They've, oh yeah, we're back, backdated. We're backdated their charts. Yeah. So, season one of Wednesday is now the most watched Netflix TV show in yes. the English language. Yes. Beat took Stranger Things off number one. Yeah. Uh, with two hundred fifty-two point one million views. Yeah. And that was taken from its one point seven billion hours viewed divided. By its six-hour, forty-nine-minute runtime. Is that a typo just there, where it says yes. sixty-one days? Yes. Okay, good, because that's what made it even more confusing. <laughs> so, in the first ninety-one days, it had one point seven billion hours. Yeah. Divide that by the runtime of the show, which is six hours and forty-nine minutes. Yeah. And you come up with two hundred and fifty-two million people finished the series. It had two hundred fifty-two million people. Yeah. Did you know Netflix only has two hundred thirty-two point five million <laughs> subscribers? I did know that. So how has 252 million people watched this show? So people have watched it more than once, by that logic. It sounds like it, doesn't yeah. it? I'm so confused. <laughs> We're going to do... We'll run through the new top 10s later on. Um, but it has changed things up slightly. It's Yeah, there's a couple of... Uh, especially in the movie yeah. top 10 list, there has been a couple that have dropped in that were not previously in the top 10 yeah. list with the old way of counting. Ah, uh, what's the point? I don't understand <laughs> why they've done it. I guess it's more fair because we've said before. What about shows that are long? Some are longer, some are shorter. We're doing an average, aren't we? We're basically average. doing an average, so it doesn't matter how long or short your show is now. If you're only getting a hundred hours viewed Just and your show's things. one minute, yeah, it's well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fuck Stranger Things. It's really surprising that they've allowed this ranking to be released and it's fucked Stranger Things over, but they have so. <laughs> Because it's not like it's not like they've they've changed it so they can ensure like a Netflix original wasn't at the top. You know, they're no, yeah. making a Netflix original at the top because one already was in the in the yeah. TV yeah charts anyway. Uh, and it's just why why I don't really understand why why are we I, doing this? Do I what you want. Is yeah, do what you want with your views, Netflix, but, but so yeah, they've updated all their websites. So lots lots of change. We'll go through the top tens later on. It is a bit confusing, though. 12 weeks. 12 weeks from four. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that more when we get to the top tens later on in the episode. Yes. Uh, and just before we get to the roundup of Tudum, yeah. let's talk about someone 
who is raking in the big books. Wow, this is big news. I and haven't heard this. I do not think he was short of those books already. No. Because Ryan Murphy yes. uh, has a deal with Netflix. He does indeed. Four. It's a nine-figure deal. Yeah. Nine figures. What's that? Tens of millions? Yeah. Right. And he uh, is coming to the end of that. That ends uh, later this year, in fact, because he signed his deal in uh, 2018. Okay. He is departing Netflix and he has believed Ryan Murphy has agreed in principle to make programs on Disney+. Plus. That's a big coup for Disney. I mean, we've had our issues with Ryan Murphy in the past and there was one point where everything was everything on Netflix was made by Ryan Murphy. Yes. But he's a big name and he gets big shows made. Yeah. So, I mean, he... <laughs> But he will still have... I mean, a couple of his shows will continue on Netflix. Monster is continuing on Netflix. Right, okay. But he's just um, not got an exclusive deal anymore. No, he's... I don't... I'm not sure how involved he will now be with that. He's, oh, okay. He so is going to going... make programs for Disney. And Exclusively. Disney. But presumably he will be getting some sort of cut of Monster as his show. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, 300 million his deal at Netflix was. Wow. Yeah, that is nine figures. I can't <laughs> count, apparently. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's going up to. That's big news. That will to Disney. Netflix will miss Ryan Murphy shows definitely. Surely, just for the pure, you know, speed of his output. Yeah, he, he turns things around. Multiple projects uh, on on a row. Uh, yeah. Oh, The Watcher. That was his as well, and that's that's yeah. coming back to that for, for a next season on Netflix as well. Yeah, uh, there are no. Uh, terms of his deal with Disney yet been made right, okay. public. Disney even declined to comment, apparently, yeah, to the Hollywood yeah. Reporter. Mm, we'll keep our eye on that one. It's there. Absolute, uh, fits perfectly with Mickey Mouse, doesn't he? <laughs> it does. Do you want to do this one now, or do you want to... Let's... Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's have a roundup of Tudum. Which, Tudum. like I say, I think it happened last week, uh, live from Brazil. Okay. Was, was where Netflix hosted Tudum this year. And it was a little bit more under the radar, I think. Yeah, I did. I did know it was going on, but I, w- I wasn't hearing like not as much stuff about not it. Not quite the the fanfare of of previous years, but there is a few newsworthy headlines. Okay, uh, we've mentioned one already. Yes, we have. Extraction three it's is coming. in active development. Yeah, and uh, a surprise to nobody, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Uh, you. Uh, had your usual slew of first looks at various things so you can go and find on twitter youtube however you want to find it uh just just look at netflix's account you can have a sneak peek of squid game the challenge that's the live real it is i had a quick look at that it's basically a load of sets being built quickly okay (laughs) in fast forward a recreation of is it going to look like squid game yeah yeah so so it's all the pink and green and all the stairs and yeah it very much looked like squid game Cool. Uh, debuts in November. Oh, wow. Okay. We've got a date, have we? 10 episodes, 456 contestants with a grand prize of 4.56 million. Wow. Yeah. I'm quite looking forward to that, actually. I just, more more of like a what the hell, how is this going to work type of deal. I'm sure. Like, I'm more interested in the workings of it than the actual show. Interested to see if any of the sort of stories resurface about yeah on set yeah and the way people were treated which was apparently not good there is a not a tease of squid game season two just a cast announcement really i saw that confirming that that, uh some of the uh previous cast are returning uh there was no female cast members in the announcement no there wasn't i did notice that i watched this video the other day Uh, yeah a lot of people aren't very happy about maybe it's just going to be men in this series you can go and have a first look at Money Heist Berlin. Okay. The teaser for which was also released at Tudum. As was the first teaser for, I don't know if it's a spin-off, but basically Riverdale. Yes. It's like an adaptation of the the Archie comics from the 60s. Yeah. But... Modernised and... Yeah. The rule books were thrown out, weren't they? And Absolutely. Well, Netflix is spinning that wheel back. Okay. Because you are getting 
a 60s set adaptation of the arches okay and that you can see the teaser for that again um now okay wherever you get your netflix is there any relation to riverdale any returning characters it's set in riverdale yeah yeah no it's it's don't know if any actors were coming back not not that i uh I'm aware of. Uh, there is a first teaser for uh, the three body problem, which we've talked about before. I don't we know if have. you remember. Yeah. Uh, it's a h- adaptation of a critically acclaimed uh, novel, sci-fi novel, and it is coming from the creators of Game of Thrones, David Benoff and DB Vice. They kind of disappeared for a few years, and they're coming back now. Yeah. They went silent uh, for a bit. The official synopsis says a young woman's fateful decision in 1960s China reverberates across space and time to a group of brilliant scientists in the present day. As the laws of nature unravel before their eyes, five former colleagues reunite to confront the greatest threat in humanity's history. Eight hour long episodes will arrive in January 2024. I you said eight hour long episodes. (laughs) Wow, I'm not watching that. That sounds really interesting. I quite like the idea of that. I would say I've not watched every teaser that's on this list, but yeah. I have watched that that one and a few okay. others, and that was the one that made me go, "Yes, that looks interesting." Okay, cool. <laughs> that that is the one that appeals to me the most. You can see new footage of season three, volume one, of The Witcher. Okay, which that's I, coming it, soon, isn't it? I believe it's Henry Cavill's last go round yeah, as yeah. The Witcher. I yeah. think that comes very soon. This week, in fact, I think. You can see a teaser. I don't think it's even a teaser. It's basically just some emblems <laughs> right. of Netflix's adaptation of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yep. I did see this. I a lot saw of some pressure photos. for them I to get this right. Yeah, 100%. It's a big deal. This so one. It's a huge property for them to, yeah. if they can... Don't mess it up. Get, knock it out of the park. Don't mess that one up. Yeah, just do everything M. Night Shyamalan didn't. Yeah, basically. I know you've watched this one. (laughs) You can watch a behind-the-scenes featurette on Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. I probably won't. Okay. This article's written really badly because the... The The formatting is terrible. The formatting's all all over the place. Sorry. That's fine. Nobody's interested in that other than me and you. Also, a anticipated live-action adaptation is the first trailer for One Piece. Okay, yep. Uh, which Big arrives, deal. the show arrives on August the 31st. Cool. Again, not too far away. No, uh, really soon. Yeah, you can go and find Lots that. of stuff coming from Tudum. And finally, the first trailer for the upcoming action movie Heart of Stone starring Gal Gadot, who plays Mary Stone or something. I can't remember <laughs> what the character is called. Joss Stone. Yeah. <laughs> action movie, one woman with a wrecking crew. They love them at the minute, don't they? Netflix. August the 11th. Female-led action movies are a big deal. Heart of Stone. Cool, good roundup. There's lots of good stuff coming. Yeah, go and find those. If you watch any of those and have anything to say, let us know. Squid Game Challenge will be interesting. It'll be fun, if nothing else. Squid Game yeah. Season 2 is obviously really exciting. And yeah, everything else is... Uh, it's good times. It's good times to be a Netflix fan. Do you think he's started writing it yet? I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. I remember all those interviews that yeah, after, as Squid Game was was hitting massively, and the, the writer was like, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> plan. I, I, mean, I haven't thought about a season <laughs> got any two. Idea. At one point, he said he hadn't even got an idea. Yeah, he's he? he very honest. Like, that wasn't that wasn't in the plan. Well, he'd written it like ten years before it was even made, <laughs> wouldn't he? So. Something I think my view is we're going to start to see more of this. Okay, uh, because I guess this started. You know, a couple of months ago with, with Disney's Disney Plus's announcement that they were going to be taking some content off Disney Plus. Yeah. That they had not perceived as performing very well. Yeah. Uh, Willow was one of the examples, the Willow really, TV yeah. show. And we sort of said, well, I wonder if they'll try and license that elsewhere yeah. so it could pop up on other services yeah. or, Amazon or, or Netflix or whatever. Whatever. Try and, try and get a bit of monetization elsewhere. Well... Kind of similar to that, it's been uh, sort of revealed this week that Warner Brothers Discovery is in talks with Netflix to license HBO titles to them. Okay. Now, they're not talking about removing titles from Discovery. Okay. Uh, but in in fact, it, I guess the comparison would be, 
over here, it's where we see BBC or Channel 4 shows on Netflix. And on the iPad. And on their yeah. services as well. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. I, I, do you think maybe there'll be more of this cross Yeah, I think so. I think it makes sense Filling as well, each other's pockets. It? it makes sense for the industry to... Content just, is content. Exactly. Just be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. The first show that is rumoured to be licensed to Netflix from Warner Brothers is the hit comedy series Insecure. Okay, never heard of it. Uh, but Deadline has been told the deal is not completely inked yet. Okay. But stuff like this doesn't tend to come out unless no, it's yeah. pretty much a done deal. Yeah, that'd be behind closed doors if it wasn't a done deal. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of it, I think. I think it's a good idea. Especially for something like Discovery and HBO and that sort of smaller streaming service. Yeah. And it's a good idea for them to get more eyes on their products, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. And that's not a streaming service that is over here, no. is it? No, so, no. you know, a lot of the HBO stuff is on Sky, yeah. isn't it? So it'll be interesting to see if that is a deal that is focused only in the States or is Netflix looking at doing something hmm. in other uh territories as well or maybe it's the other way around maybe it's uh, hbo don't want to launch their products over here so they put all their stuff on netflix over here. yeah exactly the chances of that happening interesting that is really interesting uh where are we this one yeah i mean bad news for Catherine tate yeah What's happened? Remember Hard Sell? Nope. No. Uh, <laughs> me neither. I never I remember talking it. about it, but I don't remember it ever coming out. It was Catherine Tate's prison set comedy series she's like a where one she woman played show. She loads played of the characters. Yeah. She's revealed uh, in an interview on Radio 2 last week that Hard Sell's been cancelled, but Netflix never told her. <laughs> Shit. That's rude. Uh, she was asked about it by Zoe Ball. On her radio show. Right. And Catherine Tate said, well, I believe, uh, well, actually, Netflix had never told me. Um, I've not had the call. But she was told by someone else's agent. Wow. That Netflix was not looking to do any more episodes of Hard Sell. Do you feel like Catherine Tate's just like missed a phone call or something? Or... Yeah, check uh, your voicemail. It might be on there somewhere. Email's gone into the junk folder. Could have gone into junk. That yeah. does happen, doesn't it? Yeah. She yeah. doesn't seem like the most organised of people. <laughs> it's because she's played six people in this, this <laughs> yeah, TV she's, show. She's not busy. Know which way she's turning. Uh, she said, yeah, uh, I thought it was a bit rude. I heard it from someone else's agent, which was nice. But Netflix then confirmed to Digital Spy that the show had been cancelled. But uh, didn't go any further than that. I mean, it didn't. I don't remember that it, I don't it know pulled why, a penny trees. I find that quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know why. It is I think, very is rude, it because you got this image of her like sitting by the phone? Like, <laughs> what would it be today? I've still not heard anything. Do I start writing me. the next one? What am I doing? And then David Tennant's agent walks in and goes, oh, you, did your show get cancelled? I've yeah. heard it's been cancelled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's not funny for her, but it's funny for people who don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, Netflix have announced a new animated comedy series. Okay. Uh, which I've checked the trailer out for, and I thought, this, this looks quite interesting. They're desperate uh, for another Bojack Horseman, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the trailer is out, and uh, the series itself drops on July the 28th. I am talking about... Uh, I can't find the title. Yeah. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Fall. Okay. Uh, it comes from the creators of Norseman. Wow. Uh, That's quite a different thing. And has a voice cast, including Jason Ritter... Christopher Maloney uh, and Anthony Carrigan, July 28th. Uh, Fall Guy is uh, about a wet behind the ears yet good-hearted sea captain who unwittingly finds himself at the helm of a smuggling ship for a terrible international cartel. They use him as the Fall Guy in case the authorities ever catch up to them. Interesting. That sounds quite fun as well. Uh, Adam Devine is also... In the voice cast. Right. Who is does quite a lot of stuff on Netflix. Yeah, he does, yeah. I thought that was quite a good hmm. a good little uh, There's been loads of those synopsis. little uh, easy yeah. to make animated shows. And yeah. I feel like they are just trying to get another Bojack and they're not successful at the moment. Did you ever finish 
Agent Elvis? No. No, me neither. Yeah. I only watched the first couple. Yeah, I think I did two or three. I quite liked it. Yeah, I don't know why I never went back to it. Just didn't really, really uh, pull it's me too in. Too much stuff to watch. There is too much stuff to watch. That's true. Uh, another victim of the writer's strike. Okay. At least initially, is the Spider-Man spin-off, El Muerto. Okay, yeah. Which, if you remember, is uh, the superhero, super-powered wrestler. Yes, I do remember. We only talked about it not long ago, I think. Yeah, well, there are stories that this might be quite a difficult one to get back off the ground. Right. For the simple reason of scheduling and logistics. And that is because this movie was going to start Bad Bunny. What's a bad bunny? He, he is a, uh, a extremely well-selling hip hop artist. Okay. In Latin America. Fair. And although the movie has been sort of shelved by the writers' strike, uh, apparently Bad Bunny, his touring schedule is so far booked up ahead. Right this might actually struggle to get made in the next couple of years. At least with him in it. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's on the shelf. Uh, we're going to see, the longer it's this story goes on for, the more of this you're going to see. It's, yeah. It's, there's going to be a point where we just run out of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, it's not good. He's like, to sort it out pretty quickly. But when he's like, I'm not hanging around for this writer's strike. Yeah. I've got a music yeah. career. Exactly. You can't, can you? You've yeah. got to make your money somewhere. I've got a world tour, and that's going to take me in the next four years. Yeah, it was supposed to release next January, so it's only six months away. Yeah, it's uh, that's definitely not happening then. El Muerto is in limbo. It's El Muerted. (laughs) Next, final piece of news, and finally for the week: Do you like? Horror movies. Yes. Do you like slasher movies? Yes. Do you like time travel? Yes. Okay. Somebody made my movie that's in my head. <laughs> then you may be interested in an upcoming Blumhouse movie which has been announced this week. Uh, in fact, a partnership between Blumhouse and Amazon. Okay. Uh, and that is the fact that they are coming together uh, to... Um, Make a time-travelling killer serial killer movie. <laughs> Fine. Uh, which will be directed by Nanacha Khan, who was the director behind Always Be My Maybe, which I really like. Mm, I like, uh, like Always Be My Maybe. Uh, and also, um, she has uh, directed various Ali Wong stand-up shows. Okay. Uh, it will star Ken and Chipka, who you will most likely recognise from the chilling adventures of Sabrina. No, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's been all over Netflix. Yeah, she has, yeah. Uh, and the movie's called Totally Killer. Totally Killer, dude. Yeah. Um, would you like a synopsis? Of course, always. The film follows Jamie, whose mum, Pam, is terrorised by the resurgence resurgence of the Sweet 16 Killer, a masked maniac that slaughtered a group of teenage girls in the 1980s. With the help of her friend Amelia, she travels back in time to 1987 and teams up with the teen version of her mum to try and stop the killer. That sounds good. Back to the Future slash... Jay, Jay, Friday Jason, the 13th. Yeah, Friday yeah. the 13th. Set in the 80s. Uh, Randall Park is on board as well. Of course he is. Which in makes everything. sense. Uh, given the, the director, yeah. And given that he's in everything. <laughs> yeah, Amazon and uh, Blumhouse. Presumably then it will arrive in theatres and shortly after on Amazon Prime. Definitely keeping my eye out on that. Sounds fun. Sounds hella fun. It's kind of like, I read this and I thought... I know that hasn't been done before, but it kind of feels like that yeah, the closest been done before. Closest I can think of is Fear Street. You know the three Netflix yeah. films that they did last year, the year yes. before. But that was a that wasn't time travel. It was set over three sure. different time periods. Yeah, but that's the closest thing I can think of. But yeah, you're right. It hasn't never been done before. Yeah, I'm I'm up for a teen slasher movie set in the eighties. Brilliant. I can already hear the soundtrack. <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with that. I think. Anyone news? That's all the news. Excellent. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, well, we watched The Raid, which we, we talked did. about. We did watch The Raid on, the, on our watch I would, I would just say, you know, we're looking at increasing the regularity of our watch Yeah, we've, we've actually, I think, announced that we're going to do them every month yeah. from now on. Well, first Sunday of every month, I think, is exactly. what we're aiming at. 
So, uh, yeah, anybody's got any suggestions for things we can watch? You, if you come into the Discord, join the Discord, you can absolutely throw a suggestion at us. And then come and watch and them Come us. and join us in the watch long. They're a great time. We, we had, had a lot really of fun, good on, fun on fun Sunday. Night on Sunday night. So, brilliant. Uh, next month, we are going to watch The Raid 2. We are. Because why not? Makes sense. It does. And then we're open. Yeah. Open we for have, business. We have open slots for August and September. So join the Discord. Join the Discord. The Discord not just that, because you'll make some great friends. Genuinely make some great friends. You will. They're and wonderful people. There's always them. people there to talk about whatever you want to talk about at all times. Worries. Yeah. 24 hours a day, there's somebody who'll answer you talk in there. Bullshit, whatever you need. Yeah, Ross talks bullshit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ross. Come and join us. Uh, I, other than the raid, uh, I've, I've been catching up on I Think You Should Leave. Okay, remind me. Uh, it's a sketch show. Yes, I remember. And I've watched a few episodes before and then thought, I just, just oh, I need to watch the rest of them. Um, but I had a chance this week. They're only sort of 15 to 20 minutes each episode. Okay. Rapid fire. It's, it's again, critically quite quite well, uh, you know, thought of. And yeah, it's a high recommendation for me. The new series was out, season three came out recently. What's it on? Uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So you would like it. I would like and it And there is enough... I think you should leave moves fast enough that even if there's a sketch that doesn't quite you get can... you, the next one's only a few minutes away. Um, I will add it to my list right now. Yeah. Oh, it's brought up I Think We're Alone Now. Do you remember that Peter Dinklage film? We I do. That was early days of this show, wasn't it? It was. Oh, it's Sam Richardson. I like Sam Richardson. Yeah. I think that's about it because I've watched quite a lot of it. Okay. Good. So <laughs> I will add it to my list and watch it. And let you know how I feel about okay. it. Um, I've watched a few things. I went to the cinema. I, mean, I think I mentioned this last week. There was a secret screening for you Cineworld. Were, yes, you mentioned that you were going to go uh, and you were hoping it was going to be... I, I thought City? it... I wasn't hoping it was. I thought it might be. Yes. It wasn't. Okay. It was Disney Pixar's latest attempt at a movie, Elemental. Oh, yeah. What was your thoughts? Terrible. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I went with a person who is a fan of Disney Pixar movies. Oh. She very much didn't enjoy it. Really? Mm. And it's just not very good. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's a bizarre decision from Cineworld for me. Yeah. To do a secret screening for unlimited card holders who children can't have unlimited cards. Okay. Um, there isn't even a family version of it. And to put it on at night and not tell people that that's what it's going to be. Because... The cinema was full yeah. of unlimited card holders, so cinema fans. Yeah. And when that title came on the screen, there was the loudest groan that went around the cinema you've ever really? heard. Really? Yeah. Because people weren't expecting it. People were... But that surprises me, though, because why? Why? Pixar, are, it's, Pixar films are a pretty big event, and it's... Yeah, but I don't think... They're not that, just for that's kids. That's not but... the market that yeah. they should be aiming at, I don't think. I don't know, but there was a big groan that went around that cinema. Yeah, okay. And it wasn't Many very good. Many people leave. Uh, surprisingly not okay. normally in the secret screening quite a few people do leave yeah i'd never i just couldn't I, I i'm happy to watch anything yeah you know this hence the show <laughs> literally i watch any movie um and give it a chance but I, I really didn't enjoy it and i don't think there's many people in there that did if i'm honest i don't think it's going to go very well scathing review of pixar yeah yeah i mean pixar done some great stuff don't get me wrong but this was this isn't for me if anything it's it's a it's a love story about a girl made of fire who falls in love with a man made of water. Yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't that impressed. I was a bit disappointed that it wasn't Asteroid City to be honest. Because okay. now I don't know if I'll go and watch Asteroid City because I'm not that looking forward to it. But so will I go and watch it or not? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay, I'll let you know. Um, a few things I've watched on TV. Sure. I started Black Mirror. I've watched the first four out of five episodes of the okay, latest yeah. season of Black Mirror. Still got the last one to do. I'm going to do that later tonight. Um, I know you've never watched Black Mirror. I find that I fascinating. Episode, I find that fascinating. Um, this season is so far, the four that I've seen have been all been better than last season. So okay. that's good. It's improved. Um, but the fourth episode specifically isn't an episode of Black Mirror for me. It doesn't feel... Black Mirror has a vibe. I'm sure, sure. you know the well, Black Mirror's yeah. vibe of what it is. Yeah. And the fourth one isn't a Black Mirror episode. It just isn't... There's, there's no relation to the rest of the... But isn't the point Black of Black Mirror, Mirror that it doesn't have to be anything? Yes. But there is an overriding theme of what the show is. It's like, what if technology went bad? Is ultimately what Black sure. Mirror is about. And but the, it's a good episode. It's good, 
It just isn't Black Mirror for me. Right. But I did it, I still enjoyed it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. Would but, you rate the series highly? In, in the I'd rate it higher than season of... five. Okay. Because I didn't really enjoy season five at all. I think the third episode, the one with Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett in, yeah. I think that's by far the best one. Okay. Um, the first episode with Annie Murphy and Selma Hayek. Yeah. That's really good. I really enjoyed that one. Netflix have been very much focusing a lot of the marketing on that episode. They have. Because yeah. it's basically an episode about Netflix. Yeah. It's sort of stream barriers, it's known in the Black Mirror universe. And yeah, this it's it's a good series. It just episode four threw me a little bit because it didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode. I just to clarify, I haven't got anything against Black Mirror. I think it's just because it's been years since I've watched like terrestrial TV, and yeah. I just think I wasn't watching TV when it initially came when out as a big thing. And then obviously, it's since moved to Netflix, and I kind of just feel like I'm sure I'd love a lot of the episodes, but I, I just it feels to be honest, a bit daunting. With There's that. a lot of it out not, there. Not necessarily as much because of the volume of it, but just like the, what did I say in the, the week? The volume of, of darkness. Yeah, the vo- <laughs> the, the amount of it darkness. Dark. There, to, to binge watch it all the way through, you, it would play with your that, I think that's what daunts me, yeah. I think maybe if you're ever stuck of something to watch, just pick one and watch it. And sure. Just like, treat it like a movie. Some of them are like feature length anyway. Yeah, yeah. So just like, oh, I'm going to put one episode of Black Mirror on. Yeah. I, I can give you a few really good ones that some of them are fantastic. Sure. Some of the earlier stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I, if you've not started this season of Black Mirror yet, it's been really good so far. That's cool. my ultimate. I've got one left to do, which I'm going to do later, so I'll uh, report back next week on that. Um, okay. One thing I've watched tonight, just before you came around, actually, was just, I think it's just been out on Channel 4 in the UK this week. Um, it's a new travel show. Oh, I love a travel show. Um, comedians going around the world looking at the okay. wonders of the world. It's called Wonders of the World I Can't See. Right. Do you know who Chris McClausland is? No. He's a blind comedian, stand-up comedian. Okay. He's blind. He's travelling the world to go and visit the wonders of the world. Nice. But obviously he can't see them. Yeah. So he's taken another comedian with them to Got describe you. them to him. And tonight, in the episode I've just watched, he goes to the Acropolis in Athens. Yes. Uh, with Harry Hill. Oh, nice. And it is... <laughs> Really funny. I was crying with my Right, I'm going to check that out. Because Chris cool. is really he's got a really dry sense of humour yeah. as well. He does things like 8 out of 10 cats does count okay. and hyperfake. All those panel shows, yeah. he do, you'll have seen him. I, might, I probably might recognise him. Yeah, you probably would. Um, yeah, he's, he's very dry. He's very happy with the fact that he's, he's not like a depressed person because yeah. of his disability. And the, the amount of times Harry Hill just forgets that he can't see is just funny. Brilliant. It's just funny. <laughs> he says, oh yeah, it's just it's there right in front of us. Look at it. Like things like that, and he's like, I can't see Harry. He describes it as like a shoebox, but the walls are made of columns and there's no lid. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, yeah, it was great. I think the next one is he's going to Rome with I've forgotten the person that's annoying Tom Allen. Oh, he goes to Rome with Tom Allen in the next one, so. Yeah, it's it's all. I think it's on Channel Four every week, but it's all on all four at the moment. Okay. So yeah, check that out. It's, uh, the first one was very funny. Nice. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, yeah, that that sounds like my bag. Yeah, I think it's right over your street. The the other thing we should probably mention is that so after we finished watching the raid, yes, on Sunday nights we watched an episode, didn't we, in the watch along of uh, Auntie Donna's House of Fun. We did indeed. I think was it Jordan or Ross or all of yeah. them or Sam or I think everybody had seen it except for us, and um. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> I, it's an so an Australian comedy troupe. Yeah, I had realised part of three. I'd seen quite a bit of their stuff on YouTube and okay, just, I, just I, like bits of I hadn't clips on. So I thought I recognised one of them, but I don't. I don't know where I'd seen it from. And I watched another one later in the week. I haven't got to any with yet. my wife, and I think her review summed it up. She thought it was okay. Yeah, but as I was chuckling along, she turned to me and went this is appealing to the 15-year-old boy in you, isn't it? <laughs> and I thought, do you know what? Yeah, it is. It is. It's exactly that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, if you're looking for something fucking stupid, then you'll I feel have like, a fun time. I feel like 20 years ago, it's the sort of thing we would have watched over and over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. Uh, but yeah, I very much enjoyed the episode that we did watch on Sunday, so I will definitely watch more of it. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. I'd never heard of it before until they brought it up in the Discord on Sunday. Yeah. What's it called? Auntie, Auntie Donna's House of Fun. Yeah. Big old House of Fun. Big old House of Fun, something yeah. like that. Very funny. Yeah. The the dishwasher was my favourite character. That says it that should say it all to you. 
Cool. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's everything we've watched. I think week. so. Excellent. Shall we look? Shall we look at these top tens and see what's happening? Let's try and make sense. Let's of try and make sense of what's going on in the world. What's What's going in the Netflix charts? So I'm currently on global top ten of films in the English language. Okay, sounds like a good place to start. Okay, so number ten currently is Prisoners. So this is this week. This isn't all time. This, no, this is this week. Yeah, uh, Prisoners has had five point one million viewing hours. Yes, has a runtime of two hours and thirty three minutes. Which gives it 2 million viewers. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Fine. That puts it at number 10. Uh, number 9 is Shooter. Uh, that's the Mark Wahlberg film. Is Mark Wahlberg... I know I'm going to piss people off here. Okay. Is Mark Wahlberg the least charismatic, like, Ooh. massive movie star? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. I'm not against that idea. <laughs> if, I was, if I wanted a Wahlberg, I'd always go Donny. Putting it that way. Put it that way. He's just bland with the side of bland anyway. Carry he on. is. I was getting mixed up with Matt Damon, and I don't know if that's an insult to Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg, but it's an insult to one of them. Matt Damon's a better actor. Yeah, but just, there's something about them that makes me get them mixed up. Uh, number eight is Abduction, Taylor Lautner's action movie by the looks of it. Fine. Number seven is the Angry Birds movie. Fine. And number six is The Mother. Sure. The uh, Jedi I mean, movie. You know, uh, now been around for six weeks. Yeah. Still six at number weeks, six. Six, six weeks. That's at okay. Number six. Still getting 2.8 million viewers. Number five is Assassin's Creed. I this Now and again, this movie seems to pop into the Netflix top ten. It does. I've still never seen it. And don't. I, no, I know. <laughs> and you always say, don't watch it. It's terrible. And I'm well aware that it's supposed to be one of the most terrible movies of all time. There's still something there that's like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to check that out. Check it out then, because <laughs> I'm really interested to see if I'm right. Because if I... No, somebody, I'm 100% sure you're right. Somebody asked me to make... A top 10 of my worst movies I've ever seen. That would be right up in the top <laughs> two, maybe. Should have been so good, man. Those games, it should have been. Some of them games are great. There's a VR Assassin's Creed coming is that? out, which is quite exciting. Yeah. Uh, number four is Boss Baby. Always, a, always boss a Boss Baby. baby. There's always a DreamWorks in there somewhere. There is. Uh, number three is Paw Patrol, the movie. Oh, amazing. I'm sure for certain people that is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, number two is Extraction. One. One. And number one is Extraction, two. The viewing hours yeah. are pretty low. Like uh, Extraction 2 aside, yeah, which yeah, we've already yeah, covered, yeah. is huge. Everything else is pretty low. Even Extraction 2 has 18.8 million viewing hours. Yeah. That is low. Yeah. Yeah. So Extraction 2 is on is, is at 88.4 million viewing hours, runs for two hours and four minutes, which gives it 42.8 million viewers. Yep. I still don't understand <laughs> it. I'm going to keep doing it till I do. Should we do top 10 of all time? Because that's changed. Yeah, sure. Let's revisit those. Let's revisit those. So number 10 in the top 10 list of all time movies on Netflix. In the English language, obviously. Because at what point do we stop doing this, do you think? Do you think they ever stop splitting it between in the English language and not in the English language? Does that come next? I don't think so. But you wouldn't have ever thought it another chart to have, doesn't it? Well, anyway, number 10 is... Purple Heart. Which was in the top 10. It was. I think it was 10. Under the previous metric as well. It was indeed. Number nine is Spencer Confidential. I think that's a new entry. I think it is indeed. It's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's Mark Wahlberg. It's a boring, it's not a good film. Number eight is Extraction. One. One. <laughs> uh, number seven is Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Sure. I think that may have fallen a couple of places. I think you're right. Now, the next movie is a new entry into the most popular films of all time because of this metric. Yes, it wasn't, it wasn't in the top 10 at all before, and now it's a number My six. kids, I, I think, may be responsible for a couple <laughs> of million hours really? of this. They love I, this movie. I don't know what it, it is. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's a R- Robert Rod- Rodriguez movie. It's called We Can Be Heroes. Basically, all the adult superheroes are captured, right. and all their kid superhero offspring have to band together. To defeat the villain. Well. Save the day. Is it old, new? I would say it is three or four years old. And it's now the sixth biggest movie in Netflix history in the English language. According to this metric. This time last week it wasn't in the top ten. Correct. Um, It has the shortest running time of any movie on this list, which helps explain maybe why. This is interesting. I've just thought of this. Last week we did a new story where Wes Anderson's making a 37-minute movie. We did. (laughs) (laughs) If a lot of people watch that, 
They that could quite easily go to the top they of won't the charts. Count that. <laughs> they won't count that for the Do you not think? No. But it could easily be number one in the charts. They'll easily. have to add another bracket that will say most popular films English. Less than an hour long. Over an hour, yeah. For this, yeah. Otherwise, Wes Anderson's movie is going to be top of that list by a country mile. It needs less than point one of it needs point one of a viewer. Sure. Uh, number five is The Grey Man. Yep. And number four is Bird Box. I think that's dropped. I think that was. Free I think week. they may have. Yeah, The Grey Man might has dropped a couple of places as yeah. well. I think. Uh, number three is a movie that has uh, benefited. I think that has moved up again. It's a shorter runtime, only yeah. an hour and forty-seven minutes long. That is the Adam Project. Yes. Number two is Don't Look Up. The, the top two haven't changed. Number two is Don't Look Up. And number one is Red Notice. Yeah. It, conspicuous by its absence is a film that only made it into the charts last week. Is The Mother. Yes. It was, was number six it last was. week. And now it is not in the top ten at all. No. So I find that really Screwed interesting. Screwed the pooch on that one, Netflix. <laughs> so is this... These numbers, are we saying now these numbers are over 12 weeks? Correct. The mother's not been out for 12 weeks yet. Correct. So it could easily go back in there. Yeah. Maybe. But we'll see. Yeah. It doesn't matter because Wes Anderson's going to steal that chance in the next few months anyway. <laughs> uh, TV? Should we do TV? Yes. Yeah, so we're going... TV by country? Oh, the fuck? This website is a mess. <laughs> I need to sort it out. TV. <laughs> top 10 TV shows in the United Kingdom for the week of the 12th to the 18th of June. Uh, Tour de France Unchained. Sure. Pedal to survive. It's about men on bikes. Now, interestingly, this chart doesn't give me any viewing numbers. No. Don't have any numbers at all for this. Maybe it's so, a work in progress. Uh, it must be. Um, number nine is Tex-Mex Motors. Oh, what's an episode of that? I forgot. Did you? Yeah. Is it good? No. No, okay. What is it? Is it like... It's the old... I'm imagining it's like Pimp Netflix My Ride. Are, Netflix have got no, loads of these shows where it's like uh, a, a group of characters who own a garage yeah get a wreck of a car fix it pimp it up sell it on for profit and they can increase the size and complexity of their project and they're somewhere on the border the the gimmick of this one is it's uh, set in el paso so what they do is they cross the border to mexico because they get even cheaper wrecks wrecks cars bring them back into texas and and sell them on yeah Uh, so i watched one they bought uh they spent three hundred dollars and sold it for I don't know, 20 grand or something like that. So, <laughs> so they buy from Mex- poor Mexicans and sell to stupid Americans. Basically, yeah. Uh, but I but I felt it lacked the charm of uh, Gotham Garage, whatever that one's called. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think it's coming back in a couple of months. And there was a Canadian one as well, Rust to Riches or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's called Rust to Riches. Again, which the, the, I just, the characters in Tex-Mex were not as, yeah, didn't okay. have the charm, not as... Not as uh, not as appealing for me. Number eight is Angela Black. I don't know who she is. Nor do I. Okay, good. This looks like wrestler Wade Barrett. <laughs> uh, number seven is When Missing Turns to Murder, which is the new true crime documentary sure. thing, I think. And number six is Fubar. That's had hang, a hanging around. plummet. Uh, Fubar, which has been... Fubar. <laughs> it has been recommissioned it for has. season two. Yep. Arnie announced that during Tadum as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Our Planet 2 is at number five. I assume that's David Attenborough. Sure. Uh, Arnold is at number four. That's also dropped. That was number one last week. Uh, number three, Never Have I Ever. Yeah. I think that stayed at number three and the two Arnie things have dropped past I think it, it has. And number two is Rick and Morty. There's a new season of Rick and Morty out on Netflix. Yeah, season six. Season six. I figured out where it got to on Rick and Morty. Okay. Because I'd lost track of where I was, so I hadn't watched any. Yeah. Turns out I'm two seasons behind. So okay. I'm going to try and catch up on I've only been watching it on Netflix, so I'd need to watch season six as okay, well. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I don't think I've seen season five. And number one, probably, as anybody can guess, is Black Mirror. Awesome. I can't give you how many viewing hours it's had, because it doesn't tell me on this list. Um. Has TV of all time changed? Do we need to look at that? Uh, I think there's a couple of shifts around. Yeah, we talked about Wednesday being yeah, yeah. moving to the top from the second spot. So, so quickly, we'll quickly go through it. The Watcher season one is Wh- at number 10. Oh, it's The Watcher. I was really confused then. <laughs> I was as well. It took me a minute because the number nine is The Witcher season one. Yeah, I failed my uh, one, uh, eyesight test. One letter different there. Number eight is Bridgerton season two. Number seven is Stranger Things season three. 
Uh, number six is The Night Agent Season 1. That's dropped down because that was quite a lot higher. Okay. Uh, the Queen's Gambit Limited Series is at number five. I think that's moved up. I think it has moved up. Uh, number four is Bridgerton Season 1. And the top three haven't changed. Well, they've changed, but not in the... The, the order's changed, but the shows haven't. Uh, number three is Dharma Monster, the Jeffrey Dharma story. Number two is Stranger Things 4. Uh, number one is Wednesday Season 1. I think what has screwed over Stranger Things here is its runtime. Yeah. It's, it's more than... Double. It's over it, double. It's double the runtime of Wednesday. Yeah. I bet it's only had 100 million viewing hours more. So yeah. is this going to make TV and film directors want to make shorter movies <laughs> doing it this way? Which is not the Netflix way. No. Because... So in the, in the old... The old metric, like you say, the, the hours viewed, Strange Things was 100, 120 uh, million or so ahead. Yeah. But with the new average metric, it's... Nearly 100 it, million viewers behind. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's almost half of Wednesday. Yeah. In terms of the views, so... Yeah. It's, it's absolutely balmy. It's absolutely balmy. You can prove anything with stats. You really can. And obviously Stranger Things are still... Um, Squid Game is still miles ahead of everything anyway. Yeah. So, or none of it really matters because nothing's <laughs> ever beaten Squid Game. So, none of this really matters at all. Yeah, you can't put that lightning back in a bottle. You really can't. Cool. That's the top 10s done. We'll keep our eye on. I'm sure they'll change things again at some point in the sure. future. So, when they do, we'll let you know again. Uh, how are we doing for time? Oh, we're well in. We're well in. Shall we do a real talk quickly and then get out of here? Let's finish. Uh, there isn't real talk. any answers on the socials because I forgot to put them on. We were so a bit late this week. That's my that's, fault. That's okay. So what did the Discord talk about and what was our real talk question for this week? Uh, so the real talk this week was actually a suggestion from the Discord uh, from last week, I believe. Yeah, and I think it was. It was simply, what are your least favourite movie or TV tropes? Yeah, things that happen all the times in films that are just stupid and make take you out at the moment. What annoys you? Look, uh, a real good debate. There were some week. really good answers in there as well. Yeah, I'm, I've am i got a few. I think I've got a couple. <laughs> so I'm waving the... Quite a lot of mine only, came out as well. Yeah, I'm waving the rule of you can only choose one. Yeah. Because the, you know. It was a, more of a discussion this week, wasn't it, than anything else? Uh, Ross Cook was first off the mark in the Discord. He said, I hate it with a passion when two characters meet who've known each other before and act like they hate each other, which often makes a third character uncomfortable. And then they go, ah, we're really good friends. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can't think, think of a situation. Where the that first one that pops into my, my mind is when Han Solo and Lando Calrissian yeah. meet in The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. But there is countless, countless examples. Wayne in the Discord says, I am sick. He's oh, wow. sick, sick of people coming back from the dead <laughs> when they appear to have been killed earlier in the film. And then lo and behold, they are back to save the day uh, at the end and pop up in uh, either later in the film or in the episode. Good job he's not an EastEnders fan. <laughs> he also says, when people are messaging a friend or loved one on their phone, but there is zero prior conversation. That is a great one. That, that I like the, the mundane time. ones. Yeah, that's, that happens all the time. And I'd never really noticed it That's really it before, easy to not yeah. do. On yeah. a, on it's a a great, that is a great one. Uh, another one for Ross is, when, when people hang up the phone without saying goodbye. <laughs> I work with somebody who does that all the time. It's very irritating. Uh, Sam Mulholland in the Discord has got a couple. Uh, never locking the door to your house or apartment. Yeah. Or the amount of times that the keys to a car or a truck are under the sun visor. <laughs> That's true. They're always there. Yeah. Who does that as well? Phone's ringing, Sam also says, when getting a call. I don't think I've ever had my phone on loud. It's always on silent. Mobile phone. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what my ringtone is on my mobile phone. Uh, Ross rightly points out possibly the most called out trope on this show. Yeah. Which is the convenient news broadcast. Does happen a lot. It's, it's a really easy way to tell stories in a low budget movie. Well, we see two we see types of news report, don't we, yeah. that it's used for. So you'll either get the news report that's used for exposition. Yeah. To conveniently Give get us, us up to speed. Or, yeah. uh, and then the other one is, um, yeah, is, is the sort of important information to a character. Yeah. 
So it's either for the benefit of the viewer or it's just because the character needs, needs to, to know, know that stuff. Um, we do yeah. see it a lot. Uh, one of my suggestions was uh, people falling over for no reason other than dramatic effects <laughs> in foot chases. Had When you wrote that, had you just watched this week's movie yeah, that we're yeah, about to talk yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. Because it happens about 18 it times. <laughs> in fact, every time someone runs, they fall over. I read that before I watched the movie. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, I think Nick's just watched this movie. Smiley <laughs> uh, says, action scenes with 20 cuts a second. See the fence jump in Taken as an example. I, yeah, that's a great one as well. It's a pretty much Michael Bay movies is what he's saying. Or films starting with a time shift. Where you have an opening scene and then have years earlier. That's... Yeah, well, we all know that's one of mine. I've mentioned that hundreds of times on this show. It says it loses a lot of tension for me, knowing the main character is okay. Um, yeah, lots of comments on bad, bad editing, ad- editing, and then debating if the edit in Taken was because Liam Neeson couldn't get over a fence. <laughs> or Which I'm sure was it, it a stylistic was. choice? I'm sure it pretty much was that. Uh, I've got a mundane one. This is not my proper answer, but it always knocks off. When there's always a parking space right in front of the church courthouse. Wherever you're going. Or what airport. Yeah. Wherever you've got to run to save the day. It's a great one. It's true. It does always happen. Or if there's not a car parking space where they just ditch the car in front of the building. Yeah. And then it's still there when they come back. Yeah. No one ever gets towed. Um, (laughs) It's a good one. Do you want me to... Should I do my official choices? Yeah, if you want to. So, I've got two. One is... Uh, one's one's a fighting thing and one's a love thing. Okay. So I'm going different ends of the spectrum. My first one is a gun wrestle. Yeah. Where two characters are wrestling over a gun, and it goes There's off in the middle of them, and you don't know which who's one's been, been shot. shot. Yeah. And it's always the bad guy. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a great one. So overused. That happens in Saw all the time. In the Saw so movies, overused. that happens a lot. And uh, my other one is. The Interrupted Kiss. Good one. That is a good just one. It doesn't happen that often in real life. <laughs> it's true. It uh, how many times do we see that? Yeah. Just, again, the dramatic effect or the... Oh, we'll we'll <laughs> save that scene for later in the movie. I think one of mine that we've mentioned hundreds of times on this show, I really don't like two years later, four hours later, any sort of time shift 24 in a film. Months. 24 months later. <laughs> there was one the other week where it was like, it was sweeter when it was yeah. like several years later. Didn't even give us a time. But then it got really accurate. It was like yeah. eight months earlier. And I'm like, I hate... I don't like seeing text on a screen during a movie like 24 hours later. There's there's ways to tell it in the story without having to do that. It really irritates me. Um, in a horror movie, nobody ever knows how to turn a light on. That's very true. That always yeah. gets to me. So I think that's one of mine as well. And also, adults playing teenagers. Yeah. In most movies. Yeah. The, where are all the teenage actors and how do they turn into adult actors? Because all teenagers in movies role. look like shredded 28 year olds. Yes. But how do those people become actors when there's no roles for teenagers? <laughs> because adult, the adults before them were playing the roles that they should be having. I don't understand it. Um, so, yeah, adults playing teen roles. Yeah, that's my main one, I think. But turn a light on. If you're running through a haunted house or a scary house, why is the power always off? Again, from this movie. Uh, this week's yeah, movie. but I didn't mind it so much. No, we'll talk about it on Thursday because it's week. like, yeah. You s- but it always happens. Either the power's always out yeah. or nobody even thinks to turn a light on yeah. in a horror movie. Correct. It's silly. Or the old, oh, my, my batteries aren't quite working yeah. in the torch. I Bang the bottom of the, the torch. Oh, yeah. no. If I hear a noise in this house when I'm asleep, the first thing I do is turn a light on. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> I've got like four torches in my bedside table. Have you really? Yeah. <laughs> like, one of them's working. Yeah. I... I, I don't think I've ever navigated my way around this house in the dark. Fact. I'll just turn a light on if I need to get anywhere. You do eat a lot of carrots. I do. That's true. But I thought that was a really good real talk. I really much enjoyed some of those answers that were coming in. Yeah, and there's there's tons more as well. So just keep sending them in if, uh, yeah, yeah, if there's absolutely. any that you wanna you wanna mention, and we can we can always revisit. It's no problem. Like, like we said earlier, the Discord is a great place to get involved in the real talks. Yeah. Because sometimes I forget to put them on the socials. Yeah. Join the Discord. The Discord link's in the show notes. What are we watching on Thursday, Nick? Uh, come back to this very feed on Thursday because we will be talking about a movie called Mercy. We will indeed. Be quite specific. It's a 2016 Netflix movie. Yes. Because there are a lot of mer- movies out there called Mercy. There really are. 
There really are. If you put Mercy into IMDb, it's about the 12th one on the list. <laughs> it, it, it took me ages to find it on IMDb. But yeah, it's... Uh, your, your poster is like of a, a guy in a... Guy in a, a red poster with a, a guy in a mask. In a ski mask. Yeah. Directed by Chris Sparrows. Bearing, sparling, if that helps. Yeah, uh, yeah Mer- Mercy from 2016. We're watching that on Thursday. It's going to be a fun episode. I think. Yeah, come back and see what we thought about it. It's a thriller. It's a horror slash home invasion movie. Yeah, I would say absolutely. So yeah, come back on Thursday and we'll talk to you about that, shall we? Absolutely. Okay. I don't. I've forgotten how we finished the wave. <laughs> it's fine. Bye. Cheers. Bye.